This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from experts across the U.S. Ringler Associates, celebrating 35 years of successfully helping injured people and their families. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. everyone and welcome to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. Well, joining me today as co-host is my Ringler Associates colleague, Bill Wright, from our Atlanta office. Uh, Bill's got more than 20 years of experience in settlement planning, financial risk management, and insurance. He specializes in helping the injured and their families with the design and implementation of comprehensive settlement plans. Bill, welcome to Ringler Radio. Thank you, Larry. Good to be here again. Well, Bill, for uh, many years now, we've worked with superb trial attorneys to uh, help structure the best settlements for the injured and the less fortunate in society. And, you know, we've heard many of these lawyers give credit for some of their success to special training that they've received at the Jerry Spence Trial Lawyers College. And most of them say the skills they learned at the Trial Lawyers College have been invaluable. Well, one of those attorneys is going to be here right now to speak with all of us uh, to tell us a whole lot more about this unique program. Joseph Freed of Freed Rogers Goldberg in Atlanta, Georgia, is a police officer turned lawyer, turned magistrate judge in Fulton County, Georgia. I guess, uh, Joe, you're the youngest judge ever to be appointed in that county. And uh, not only are you a graduate of the Jerry Spence Trial Lawyers College, you're also a faculty member now. Well, welcome to the show, Joe. That sounds pretty impressive. Thanks for having me. Great. Joe... Our little introduction there only gave a glimpse into your very interesting background. Uh, give us a little bit more about your work history and uh, where you where you all came from. Well, as you uh, as you alluded to earlier, I did start out uh, as a police officer. I got into that after losing some close friends in high school, as uh, and I wanted to sort of know what was being done to stop that. They happened to be DUI related accidents, mm-hmm. so that brought me into a law enforcement career. I spent uh, six or so years doing that full time, and then um, and then sort of fell in love with the courtroom uh, in in the process of doing that, and so ended up uh, going to law school, um, doing a federal clerkship, and then I came back and I have spent uh, I guess close to 20 years now as a part time judge. And yes, I was the youngest at the time. I'm sure I'm not anymore, uh, but that's you know. That's sort of my background, and really, you know, I view my role now. I'm, I mean, I'm a full-time trial lawyer, and gotcha. I view my role, you know, really uh, as twofold: one, to get the best results possible for my clients, and two, I've always viewed myself sort of as a safety advocate, and have the secondary goal of just leaving this world a little safer than than I found it. Joe, well, tell us about your first exposure to the Jerry Spence Trial Lawyers College. Well, actually, the, 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 it's kind of a funny story because uh, uh, another attorney in Atlanta who had gone through the program and thought real highly of it was really badgering my law partner and I uh, to go and get some exposure to it. And the Trialers College, as I'll talk about in a few minutes when we talk about the structure, they they have the big colleges in the summer, and then they have some regional programs around the country. And there happened to be a regional program just north of Atlanta. My partner signed up for it, then ended up in trial, so I ended up taking his place. 
just to get this other lawyer sort of off our back. <laughs> uh, and and that that was the beginning of a huge a huge change for me in the way that I uh, practice law and and I think even in the person who I am today. So it started that that day back in I guess 2001. Well, that was pretty fortuitous for you, uh, Joe. Tell tell us a little bit more about the structure of the program and. Uh, how is it structured? Is it like a typical college, or is there some something more specific, uh, specifically unique about it? No, there's no. It's not at all like a like any kind of college, really. I mean, it is a. It's a. It's the brainchild of Spence, of Jerry Spence, sure. uh, who who uh, who, uh, in his experience, saw that there were very few people who were really being trained to be true advocates for regular people, the the the, the kind of folks that. That, for instance, Ringler's doing these structures for sure. uh, are, the, are the very folks that he saw a big, a big absence of, of of qualified lawyers who could really take those cases, the hard ones, and make something happen for those clients against against tough opposition. So it, it's been it's been an evolutionary process. Uh, it started, um, I guess, it's 17 or 18 years old now. Uh, the college, uh, the, the core college happens in the summertime in Wyoming at Jerry Spence's ranch out just outside of Du Bois, Wyoming. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful ranch that's been converted, uh, uh, to, for, for you, for this use. And, um, 50 lawyers from around the country come together with a faculty of about 25 that, that rotate in and out through a three week long program. And, um, and we can talk about what happens there in more detail, but generally the structure is, uh, the big structure is that there are, there are two sessions now during the summer that are each three weeks long. Lawyers leave their practices in their homes. They're, they're in residence. They're working from early in the morning until late at night. It's a very, very intense three-week process. Uh, and then there are some supporting sort of feeder programs around the country that, that are what I referred to earlier as regional programs um, where people can, lawyers can get an exposure to the program like I did over the course of a long weekend and then decide if they really if it's really something that they want to they want to pursue further and from that point it's an, it's it's you, know, you apply to the program it's a it's a competitive process mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know many 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 more people apply to it each year than get accepted and if you get accepted you go and you it's you know, my kids call it lawyer camp yeah. but it's um it's a it's an amazingly intense program well, Joe, for example, can you tell us some of the specific trial tools and skills that you've learned through the Jerry Spence Trial College? Um, yeah, and, and and I'll tell you, it's a little bit hard to talk about it just as a as a set of tools because really, it is a uh, it's a process that you go through that is a very introspective process at the college. The first week of the college, really, the the, the lawyers are going through what amounts to three times a day uh, psychodrama, which is essentially a, a, a type of um, a type of group therapy wow. where lo- lawyers are in these intense, you know, three hour long sessions, two and three a day that become very introspective. So it's a, a lot of it is about doing work on reclaiming who you are, why you became a lawyer, what are the fears you have, how have you dealt with those, what kinds of masks you wear as a person, as a lawyer, to prevent you that, that do end up preventing you from being credible in front of in front of a jury. And from there, you start to 
you start to apply some of these same psychodramatic techniques which, okay. that you learn. Uh, a simple example of which would be just really, really, um, it's called role reversal, where you really try to occupy somebody else's perspective for a period of time and really look from their perspective, sort of like walking in their moccasins. Sure. And what, en- what ends up happening is the- these techniques are then applied first very generally, like to your own life, and then they start to be applied uh, within your case to, uh, to learn how to best, for instance, determine what the story is of your case, what is the most compelling and truthful story of your case, how do you play into that as an attorney, how do each of the players, the witnesses, play into that, and how best to approach them. And so what you end up with is a very, very, the techniques are techniques to bring out compelling honesty, and then just magical things happen. Uh, when, when, you know, when lawyers are able to shed these masks and really be human beings in front of in front of juries. Well, you've you've actually described this uh, whole process as life changing for you, uh, and I, I think that's what you're trying to get at right here. Is it's more than just learning skills of how to try a case. It's it's really delving into the introspective parts of your life that changes the way you look at life, isn't it? Well, it, it very much is. Uh, I mean, for me, I remember, I still remember to this day, it's been you know, 11 or 12, uh, I guess 11 years, 12 years since my first exposure to the Trial Lawyers College. I remember driving home from that experience, singing in the car. And it was the first time I think I had sang in a car for, for, for 25 years. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, 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 it was, it's, it's really a freeing experience. And I know that sound, it's very hard to talk about in the abstract. It makes it sound like some you know, weirdo group doing weirdo things. And I guess it is to some degree. It's certainly weirdo when compared to, you know, the stuff for lawyer you know, programs that are, that, are, that are primarily out there. Um, but it is life-changing. It, will, it, it changes how I, inter- it changed how I interact with my children, how I interact with my wife, because I've I learned, you know, I learned to empathetically listen. I learned to put myself in their perspectives. I looked at, I remember going home and, and my then six-year-old uh, really looking through life for a little while through my six-year-old's eyes. Um, and it really, so, so it really is a series of, of things that change that then affect every relationship you have with everybody else and yourself. Well, I've heard about... Uh... How well you sing? Uh, do you, does your family let you sing in the car anymore? Or is that like <laughs> is that like over? <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot for that. But, uh, I'll, I'll pass on that question. Uh, I heard you. We'll have. I hope I, you told me Bill was going to sing during this program, <laughs> not me. Gotcha. But it's funny you actually brought it up because everybody at the Trial Lawyers College is required to get up in front of all of the students there and to sing a song. Uh, by themselves, standing there by themselves in front of all their classmates and all the faculty. Everybody's required to get up and sing. Everybody's required to get up and recite a poem that's original work. So that uh, song that, required, that song you sang, obviously it impacted you because you're remembering it even though you did it years ago. What, what was the song you sang? You know what it was? I'll tell you. It was Amazing Grace. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it that was. Interesting? It, is, it is amazing. Because um, I've had a lot of spiritual things happen in my life since then, but I never actually put that together until right now. So isn't thanks, that, for, isn't, isn't that thanks cool? for helping me see that. Isn't that cool? Joe, can you tell us then how you brought, basically brought that home and brought that into your professional life? Sure. I, I think that the biggest way is, is um, that I brought myself fully to my cases from that point forward. Um, 
I, w- I was able to start to recognize, and it's a, it's a process that you keep going through, but start to recognize why am I the lawyer for this case or why am I, what's, what, it, what is it about me that's getting away in, in the way of getting the best result for the case? That's one hand. On the other hand, it's looking at the client and honestly looking at the client and honestly figuring out what's the real story here. Is it about what happened in the, in the wreck or is it about, you know, maybe the fears of what's going on at two o'clock in the morning for the client when nobody's there, you know, to really, to really see them? Um, what's, what's their fears like? What's the real story? Uh, what's the story of each of the witnesses that are coming in? What's the story of the judge? What's the story of the jurors coming into the case? I mean, one of, one of the concepts is that if, if your story is not about the listener, in the, in the context of law, the listener would be the jury. If it's not about the listener, then, then the listener won't listen. So each of our cases really is, it has to include, I mean, the story of the case really has to include an appreciation that each of the jurors has a story here. And the hero of, of our cases, the true hero, are, are the jurors. At the end of the day, they're the only ones who can make a difference for our client and for our communities and the whole sense of justice. They're the guardians of it. You know, that's that's so interesting you say that. Uh, I think at, at some function, uh, I heard uh, Jerry Spence once talk about how being in the courtroom is, is a function of of storytelling. Good lawyering is really good storytelling. And uh, how you tell that story, who you tell it to, and, and, and how it impacts that individual or that jury, for example, makes the difference in whether or not you're going to be successful in that, in that environment. Right. Even, even figuring out what the right story is yeah. is a huge thing. I mean, we, we, we don't get to make the facts of our case, but we very often do get to choose the stories that we're going to tell you know, on, behalf of, on behalf of our clients and on behalf of the defendant. Well, Joe, without sounding uh, too self-serving, wh- how does the program's training apply to structured settlements? Do you ever get involved and in, in talk about structured settlements during the course of the college? The college itself, we're not talking about structured annuities, but, what, but where it all comes together is, first of all, I'm happy to say that I've contributed uh, to, to uh, the success of some structured companies in terms of, in terms of we've, got, we've gotten some big results that Good. I attribute to the work that was done there. So we're increasing structured annuities, but I think that the important thing is we're learning, we, we learn there to really get into the hide of the client. And what I've seen the difference in really good structure brokers uh, is they want to do that too. They want, they want to get and they want to really understand at a deep level, what are the client's fears? What are the client's problems? What are their, what are their perceived needs? Um, so that, so that we can use structure structured annuities and whatever other tools are available to try to give some sense of relief to these, these poor people who have oftentimes just paid just incredible, incredible dues to get to where they are. You know, it's interesting, you should, it's interesting you should say that because I, I think the one element that keeps coming to me when I speak to uh, individuals involved in these structured settlement discussions is, is people really want peace of mind. I mean, they've been through so much, and now to worry about their financial future is, is, is another burden on them, and the fact that they can have some peace of mind, knowing that there's some, uh, some certainty to the, to, the, uh, to the future for them uh, is a big burden off of them, and I think that's one of the key elements that plays into their selection oftentimes of a structure. Sure, and I think, I think, I think it's, it's both to, to 
select the structure and to make sure that the structure is is accomplishing what what it really needs to. Mm-hmm. And you know, really good structure brokers also also are very upfront with 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 clients about times when structures are not appropriate. Sure. And, and so so I think that that also really defines you know a good broker wants to get deep inside and really really understand. It's not it's not the commodity business that I think a lot of people look at it as. You know, there really are differences between between folks who uh, and it's who, who want to get deep in there. So the same types of techniques that I, as an attorney, and others who are graduates of Fowler College, that we we learn at a deeper level what's really going on with our clients. Then, if on top of that we're working with somebody who's a really good broker, we can effectuate things to give that peace of mind that you were talking about. Well, finally, and I before uh, Bill Bill goes on with another question, I, I think it's important to that you just drew a, a big distinction. Most, a lot of people are out there that think all lawyers are the same. You go to a lawyer, it's one lawyer is as good as another lawyer. One structure broker is as good as the rest of them. And I think it's clear, based on your experience, and, and I think most, most people that are in the business, that who a client selects to represent them as a lawyer uh, makes a huge difference. And, and the, the structure broker, uh, there is a lot of differentiation there as well. So it all comes back to the uh, power of the individual, I think, uh, Joe, uh, and I think that's uh, what you're trying to talk there's, about. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, I've had, I've had a number of cases in the last year. Uh, where one, in, I'm thinking of that the other, the attorney who ultimately got me involved in the case was going to settle the case for 75 grand. We, we resolved the case nine months later for 1.475 million. Uh, another case where somebody was going to resolve the case for 150 thousand that we got almost four million dollars for. Wow. So not all lawyers are the same, and I, I'd be the first lawyer to tell you not all structure brokers are the same. Terrific. Uh, so that's just the way it is. Joe, when you talk about those cases, can you give some examples of how the uh, how the uh, your experience with the Jerry Spence College has helped you handle cases differently from before that experience to afterwards? Sure, and it would take too long for this program to really work through an entire one, but I'll give you a few sort of um, yeah uh, some, some some snippets. Um, I represented a, a client that uh, was sent to me by another attorney who, who was was a total jerk. In fact, the, the, the uh, attorney sent them over saying, "I just can't deal with them. They're such a jerk." I said, "Thanks a lot. You know, I guess <laughs> I'm the lawyer that you send jerks to." But, but you know, when I started to work with this person, we started to to do some of this psychodrama that I talked about. Some of this stuff that sometimes is used for therapeutic purposes, but it's really in this in this context used to really understand what's going on with the person. And what came out was that this guy had just been through hell. And even his, even his attorney, um, he, his perception of the entire system was, was such that kept him in a very, very angry place. And once we finally understood what was going on with him, some incredible stories about who this man was came out. And, and, and the result was when the, when the, um, when the defense lawyer came to depose this guy a few days later um, for an update deposition, you know, this defense lawyer told me we're never going to pay you any money in this case. This guy's such a jerk. When, when, when that lawyer came back, the stories that this guy was able to access uh, were, were so compelling that there wasn't a dry eye, including the defense lawyers in the, in the, uh, in the room. The court reporter literally had to stop a few times because she was so choked up. So very powerful things happened. So what, what, so that's just one example where, where you can't accept things at the surface. You have to really delve into somebody's world and try to understand it uh, at, a very, at a much deeper level than the surface level. And that's what you're really taught at the 
various ways to do that at the Travelers College. Not only for the clients, but also for yourself, for jurors, for judges. Um, and, 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 you know, it's hard to talk in the abstract about these, these principles, but it's an incredible program. Well, no question. It sounds like it's uh, had a tremendous impact on you and, and I guess a lot of others as well. And uh, that's, a, that's a real good thing. And um, I, I think Jerry Spence is uh, kind of brilliant for putting that thing together. Well, let's take a quick break right now, but uh, let's get right back in just a minute with more on the Jerry Spence Trial Lawyers College with our guest Joe Freed right here on Ringler Radio. We'll be right back. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates, quite simply the undisputed leader in structured settlements for 35 years. Ringler Radio is celebrating its sixth year right here on the Legal Talk Network, produced by broadcast professionals. Ringler Associates, the only broker you need. Listen to all the Ringler Radio shows. Just go to ringlerassociates.com or legaltalknetwork.com and click on Ringler Radio and choose a topic. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to all parties involved in the settling of physical injury claims. Experience counts. Over $23 billion in structures benefiting 166,000 injured individuals and their families. And one of the few companies that truly enjoys the trust of all parties in the settlement process. Did you know you can download Ringler Radio to your iPod? Just go to iTunes and subscribe to the Legal Talk Network. It's free. We invite you to listen to other shows on the Legal Talk Network. It's free at www.legaltalknetwork.com. Someone's at the door. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, I need to do that too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. Perfect. I'll do that right now. Think you might like to have us create your own podcast on LegalTalkNetwork.com? Go to the website and send us an email. Or just give us a call at 781-551-9960. It's the best move you'll make in legal marketing. You never have enough friends or followers, right? Check out Legal Talk Network on Facebook and Twitter. LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. My co-host today is Bill Wright from the Ringler Atlanta office, and we're talking with attorney Joe Freed about his experience at the Jerry Spence Trial Lawyers College. Joe, tell us uh, a bit more about being a faculty member at the college. I, I, I hear that's something that you've been involved in uh, as, as not just a, a student there initially, but also now you're actually teaching. Right. Um, well, I was a student there in 2002 for the full program, and then um, I was invited on the faculty, I think it was 2005 or 2006. And honestly, I've, I've, I've been very blessed to get some, some nice honors in my life, and I consider being put on that faculty um, one of the best, one of the, one of the bright moments in my professional career. And, and it's, it, it's, it, it was, for me, it's because I view the people there, the faculty there, the college, I mean, Jerry Spence is huge, yes. and as huge as he as huge as he is, the faculty is 
future, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, 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 and this is what Jerry would want. It, it, you know, he wants the college to be an evolution. It's, it's constantly pushing the envelope to be at the cutting edge of of, um, of helping lawyers best represent injured parties. And so it's an amazingly creative group of people. And I just consider myself uh, fortunate. Sometimes I feel like I wonder why they ask me because these guys are <laughs> so so incredible. Um, so it's an amazing think tank. Um, and it's a, it's a large faculty, uh, courageous folks doing all kinds of crazy things around the country and, and pushing things forward. So I've been on the faculty there like I said, I guess for uh, six or seven years now. Joe, how do you describe the mission or the mission statement or the purpose of the college? Uh, well, I think if you were to, first of all, I'm not an official with the college, so I'm not sure I'm, sure. I'm uh, the right guy to ask officially what it is, but I think they would say their official mission is, I mean, I'm sure you can look it up at the Travelers College you know, website, but if you ask me for, for the unofficial mission, yeah, I would say that it, 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 it exists to train lawyers how to, how to best represent real people, uh, sort of to help level the playing field between the powerful and the powerless. You know, it's, there, there, there are, uh, there's just much better training generally uh, on the defense side of cases. It's just an unfortunate truth. Uh, you know, most people on the defense side come up through an apprenticeship-type program at a big firm, and uh, they get a different level of training. Uh, so uh, the mission is to make sure there is a, a cadre of warriors out there who are taking hard cases for the right reasons and making a difference. Joe, how uh, how are the graduates of the college over the last, uh, I guess, eight, nine, ten years, whatever, however long this has been in, in effect since you've been there, how have you seen the graduates taking the mission of the of the college and the purpose of the college and the and the and what they take away from the college, how have you seen them going forward in their careers? Do you, do you keep track of how the college's environment and experience has helped these lawyers uh, from the time that they came to the time that uh, they've left? Uh, yes, I, I do. Uh, well, first of all, uh, a lot of them never really leave. They stay involved, and they come back to graduate programs, and they get put on the faculty, and they stay involved in the process. And, and like I said, it's an evolutionary process. But... What I what the biggest the biggest thing that I can tell you is is there are huge results out there in this world on the civil side and on the criminal side that wouldn't be had it not been for those lawyers having come to the Travelers College and, and getting the skill set uh, that 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 college provided them and giving them the courage to go out and be super creative and stare down their fears in a different sort of a way actually make friends with their fears and go out and just kick butt. So the, the proof is really in the pudding. I mean, there are phenomenally creative lawyers out there doing phenomenally creative things that they wouldn't be doing but for the trial's college. And I would assume that the, the, those lawyers who go through the college go back to their law firms and sit around a table with their with their uh, partners and their other you know associates and, and kind of impart some of those ideals uh, of the college so that there's a synergy, there's some, some kind of a... A learning experience that takes place, even though the other people in the firm may not have gone to the college. I think there's some of that that but probably takes place. I think I think there is some of that, but I think what ends up happening is is, is these, those folks end up sending their their colleagues through the college, mm-hmm. and and there is a very very active alumni uh, group. And in fact, it's alumni groups. I mean, there in in most in most states now there are there are graduate groups that get together 
that are not even really sanctioned by the college, but they're there to help each other best best approach cases. So uh, there is a lot of support. It really becomes, I mean, you go through an intensely personal experience when you go to the Travelers College. You make friends there that at an at, at incredibly deep level. You share things that, that you haven't shared with anybody. Um, and so there's a huge amount of, of um, uh, loyalty and friendship that comes through the process and a real desire to help, help each other get the best possible results. And that's why I'm on the faculty. Terrific. Joe, do you see a need for more programs like this, or is this scalable, replicable? You know, I don't know the answer to the question. I think, I think that uh, I, I see a need for more people to be exposed to this type of program. Um, and, uh, and then go out into the world and it becomes their own and they do do, do things and it keeps growing. Uh, the, the college is a very, very unique place. They create a very safe place for you to go in and do this very intensely personal work. So I'd like to see more of it, but I'd like to see it grow in a controlled manner so that, so that the quality level stays really, really, really high. I think it's tremendously important. Well, Joe, I want to thank you very much for uh, this has been extremely informative. I think a lot of our audience uh, that may not have been aware of the Jerry Spence College are now going to take a hard look at it and uh, try to no learn more about it. And certainly, uh, as you said, it's a very selective process out there. So I'm sure they're going to have to think hard about uh, what they want to do with their life goals. But, Joe, if, yep. if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Um, and and I, I don't mind if they do that at all. Also, by the way, to contact me, the best way to reach me is uh, in my Atlanta office, is 404-591-1818, or my email address is joe at thetruckingattorneys.com. That's all one word. Terrific, terrific. And Bill, uh, how would uh, someone get a hold of you? Thanks, Larry. I'm always available at my office at 770-263-7577, or by email at bwright at ringlerassociates.com. Thank you, Bill. And all of our listeners should know they can reach any Ringler Associate at ringlerassociates.com, the website. It's been redesigned. It's a terrific website. And you can listen to any Ringler radio show from the website or from legaltalknetwork.com. That's also a great place to go. You can download the shows. You can download them to an iPod. You can put those earphones on and, and walk around and listen to uh, Joe Freed. I'm not sure he's going to sing Amazing Grace to you, but... Uh, I think you'll listen to a lot of the great things about the Jerry Spence College. Joe, it's been a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed Thanks it. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Joe. And Bill, thank you. My pleasure, Larry. All of our folks out there that have been listening, thank you for listening, and go have a great day. Thanks. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Tuck Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio. In its sixth year on Legal Talk Network, with over a half a million listeners, Ringler Associates, where experience counts. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to all parties involved in physical injury claims. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Allstate, American General, Liberty Life, MetLife, New York Life, John Hancock, and Prudential. <laughs>